people out there. Let me tell <laughs> you. this again. Susie oh my God. is looking S-E-X-X-Y. <laughs> Sarah, this today. is a very special moment. For me. I, I have mean, been waiting for you to be attracted to me for 10 years. Well, the day has finally come. <laughs> People, let me break it down for you. She's got on a sweater. Mm-hmm. That, well, first of all, black head to toe. Yeah. You know, I love that yeah, look. Key to your Hello. Heart. Yeah. Deep V sweater with some like puffy sleeves. Mm-hmm. Very like, to me, it like kind of looks like Lady Gaga, but like toned down. <laughs> right. And like acid washy, kind of like faded denim tight skinny jeans yeah and the most kick-ass pair of chelsea boots mm. black why are they called chelsea boots that's what they call that's like the style that. of shoe well thank you sarah and she wow. looks like a badass mofo <laughs> thank you not wow. even sorry to i Linda. feel so self-conscious no you shouldn't you well should feel like a, don't you want to kick down a door with those boots yeah on? they are ass kicking yes mm-hmm. they, see you big dick energy just from wearing those boots yeah that's All how right. I feel. Well, thank you. Episode 373, the the, the episode mm-hmm. where Sarah finally yes. thinks I'm attractive. <laughs> I've made it. I've always admired your beauty. Mm-hmm. But now I'm just like, damn. You just I would let it. her buy me dinner. She's so horny. <laughs> Which well, I do all the time anyway. <laughs> funnily <laughs> enough, the thing that you mentioned uh, in describing me is something I wanted to bring up, which has been on my mind, which is how... It just occurred to me recently that we don't call men badasses, really. Like, it's pretty much oh. only women that we say This is interesting. Bad- yeah, why? Why do we... He's a badass. I mean, it every almost so often- has, like, a, not a negative connotation, but it's almost like he's a, like a bad boy, and it has a different meaning. Yeah. Like, a badass chick mm-hmm. is a badass. I would say... I wouldn't call a guy a badass unless he was younger. Oh. Like... Like a motorcycle guy no, or something? No, like maybe like 17. I don't know. Like, a, like that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, it, all of a sudden I was like, why? I love these kind of things. I think it was actually John Levenstein, who we've had on the show. I think he did a tweet about it, how we need to have a new word for strong women. Because you would never... Yeah, how about strong women? Yeah, but we never say he's a strong man. No, we don't. Because that's it's dumb. implied, oh, which is annoying to me. Yeah. That... And when oh, a woman yeah, is yeah, a strong, yeah. strong or a badass, it actually needs to be spoken. Whereas we assume yes. that a man is, unless someone says he's a pussy or something. Oh. And so now I'm mad at the yeah, patriarchy yeah, again. Yeah. It's just a permanent state, really. Yeah. Mm. Just something to chew on. Um, Interesting. Oh, the, a, a monumental event happened for me this week. Should we tell people what episode we're on? I did. Oh, did we? Oh my gosh, I was. T- t- too busy being yeah. mad at the patriarchy you were, or something. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were like just Oh, you were awestruck. talking about, yes, the episode. Okay, I'm back. Yeah, I did say the episode 373, but yes. this week, for the first time in eight years, I went to the cinema and saw a movie in the theater. Oh, my <laughs> Can you believe it? Uh, no. Oh, is this because Lincoln is old yeah. enough? You no, took him no, or what? No, he didn't come. I went in the day. Just solo? <laughs> No, Adam came. Adam came. What we did you see? We played hooky. We we like fucked off on work and then went Ooh. to the theater. Uh, we saw Joker. Oh, how? Yeah. What'd you think? Oh my gosh, we so can have good. a whole conversation. Did you see it? I just saw it this weekend too. You did. Yes. What did you think? You go first. Well, I loved this is, it. Uh, me too. Fascinating, right? Yeah. Kind of terrifying. Well, extremely terrifying. Yeah. Tell me it was. all your thoughts. Break this down. 
Well, Ooh, this is fun. Sarah and I had talked recently about how I felt like the the movie was a fictional origin story of a villain, and I work on this real life villain stuff with oh, all these right. murderers and criminals. Oh. And Uh I'm always seeking out their origin story. What happened in your life that made you take the dark path? Oh, my God. And so I started reading all these articles about it and and about the filmmaker and everything. And I just thought, I mean, this is exactly what I want to do, but just with real life uh, villains. Yes. And so for me, it really did a great job of showing the ways that all these things in your life can make like blaze the path for you. What do you think? I, I agree with every single little bit of that. Yeah. And all of the friends in my MFT circle yeah. all talked about how much they enjoyed it and what it showed and what it kind of like... It's a recipe mm-hmm. for a mass shooter or somebody who becomes a serial killer yeah, or somebody who acts out with violence because they have nothing else to lose. Yeah. And it's nothing else to lose and a built up resentment because of like a lifetime of trauma and victimization and being just pushed into a corner more and more and more. And I think the more we get into this, like, like people are so divided that I think it becomes easier for that to happen. Yeah. And this was like a, a cautionary tale of what a horrible future would look like mm-hmm. and how easy this would be. And then he becomes the leader of all that. Ooh, it was, I mean, it was shocking and terrifying and so interesting. Yeah, I thought... This guy, because I'm not into comic book movies or any of that oh, action stuff. I really stuff. am. Yeah, and yes. I think a lot of the people that went to see it are probably the more traditional audience for that. But this would appeal to, I mean, the same person that would like true crime or... Absolutely. Anybody who's fascinated on the mind. Yeah. To me, it was so like a journey inside the mind of... And how great was he acting? I mean, I mean, you so, uh, believe that this is Arthur and yes. he's becoming Joker. I left, and I, I left the movie and I was like, somebody watch him. Like, he, he, somebody check on that guy. Why you thought maybe it's, like Heath Ledger would... Oh, uh, what's it, is that his name? Joaquin Phoenix. No, but Heath he Ledger, oh, the died one who, after yes, playing yes, Joker yes, and people yes. said he was right. haunted by it or whatever. I just think if he, the mind is... Oh, the mind can be like a very dangerous neighborhood. Yes. You do not want to walk through alone. Espe- well, that's the key word is I feel like when you're isolated yes. and so many people are now, we hear so many statistics mm-hmm. about loneliness. I'm hearing this all over the place now. Particularly for men, yes. young men. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I saw, oh, it's so sad. Mm-hmm. I saw this post on Instagram. There was a guy talking about how men are, this is a growing thing of men being lonely. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with how much they're engaging socially. It's the kind of engagement they're having. And they're not having deep, like, connection with people. What are they doing, just video games and stuff? It's more like surface level. If you don't feel seen, if you don't feel heard, if you don't feel like you can be vulnerable, if you don't feel like you can share and open up to another person. Yeah. You're 
you don't really, how do you really know that person? How do you really, it's a very surface level connection. Yeah. You can't, you only feel deep connection. It's funny. I always use Oprah as an example. We love Oprah because she's so vulnerable. Yeah. She opens her, she's done that. And she said, this is what my past, this is what I went, this is what I struggle with. And for it, we're like, oh, she makes me feel so seen. It's so amazing. We feel a connection to her because of that vulnerability. So if guys can't be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and they're all on the surface level and it's just a like dick measuring contest all the time where everything's these toxic masculine displays, Mm -hmm. there's no real human connection. And that is where, that's loneliness. Yeah. The lack of human connection. It doesn't mean, oh, you're not like the coolest guy in the room and have 20 friends or whatever, wherever you go. Like, it's different. Well, and it seems like it starts to fester. Yeah. And then they, their thoughts, their brain almost plays tricks on them. Yes. And then, of course, in the case of Arthur, there was, uh, he he was out of step with society. I mean, they don't actually give him a diagnosis or anything, but like, clearly something's cooking that is at play as well. So when you, like you said, it's a recipe. Yes. It's all these it's different things that create the problem. Mm. But it was really well done. And um, I told you, I reached out to the, Todd Phillips who made the film and he, and he wrote it. And I loved what he said, which was, this is a film about the power of kindness. And I would not have thought of it that way, but he's so right. Uh, that makes my like that makes me emotional here yeah. because that's I felt like it is the opposite of that that this is, that you see right in that. Oh, that's yeah. some deep shit. Yeah. So, but I mean, if you're gonna not see a movie for eight years, this was the, a good way excellent to get back one in the to, game. Yeah. You guys proud of me? <laughs> and don't you think the cinematography was so gorgeous yeah. and the way everything was so thoughtful, mm-hmm. the mailbox being empty all the time, the staircase that he had to climb up that was just so, I was like, oh, come on with the visual metaphors. I love it. Well, I watched, you know, interviews with Todd Phillips as well and he broke down scenes <gasps> and stuff yeah. and that was what you're describing. Every single detail was intentional. I, I, I recognized Every single one yeah. I saw yeah. from the food he pulled out of the refrigerator. I saw, I like felt like I noticed them all and I just want to be like, good, good. Yep. Good I job there. You. I see. Yep. Got it. Got it. Got it. I'm picking up everything you're putting down. Well, oh, there were these, I have one complaint to make though. Okay. There were the, well, this was like my own personal thing. It's not about the movie in the movie theater were mm. a bunch you're of like, you're always mad at people. It's so funny. You're right. But <laughs> these kids, I, I tried to like ignore it, but these, they were like, they were probably, you know, like teenagers. They Sarah. were being hooligans, <laughs> and they kept laughing at like the part, like thinking that it was funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. No, that's not cool. They shut up about halfway through. I think they Uh-oh, got it, Sarah, and then all of a sudden, I didn't do anything. Guy. No, 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 I didn't do anything at all. I was like letting them learn on their own. But I think they eventually figured it out because, you know, it was like, oh, they stopped. Sarah doesn't fuck around. I was just like, you're not. Don't, this is, you don't understand. This is why there's an age requirement on movies. (laughs) True, right. Well, another thing that is careful about details and quality is Fabletics. 
Yes. We love their clothes. I do. We love looking af and leisurely. I just organized my whole athletic athleisure drawer. Too. Did you really? Yeah. Well, it's not a drawer, but yeah, basket. I have. Oh my gosh. We did the same thing. Why do we do this? It's so weird. We're the same I thought person. it would like inspire me to like wear them and work out <laughs> Work more. out. Yeah. Well, sometimes that can be effective. It worked. Well, and that's the thing is if you do have really cute workout clothes, I yes. do think you're more inclined to want to get your booty in gear. And Fabletics has everything that you need whether you're working out or you just want some loungewear or stuff to run errands in and be comfortable and fashionable. Um, the pieces are very flattering. I love how I heard a, a, an ad Kate Hudson did where she said, and everything has pockets. I Ooh, was like, yes. It does. It's the key to my heart. Yes. Where, and where you can put your key. And, your, <laughs> and where you can put your phone. It's so convenient. Really high quality stuff, but affordable, which is what we love about it. And they love you guys. And that's why they gave us a deal to give to you. You can get two pairs of leggings for only $24. It's a $99 value, which is so great. Yes. Um, but you have to use our special code. It's fabletics.com slash brain candy. Um, this is $24 for two pairs of leggings when you sign up for the VIP program. Um, just go to fabletics.com slash brain candy to take advantage of the deal. And you get free shipping on orders over 49 bucks. International shipping is available. There's no commitment when you purchase your first order. And that's fabletics.com slash brain candy. Get them, man. It's like all I can do to not go on as you're talking about it. <laughs> I'm so like, outfits. yeah, I'm like, this, it's working on me. Yes, I need that. <laughs> I want that deal. Sold. Okay. So I told Sarah I'm like hijacking this episode and she can have the next one. Fair. Yeah. So I re- saw this article. It was a empowerment seminar hosted by Ernst & Young. Did oh, you hear I, about it? No. Oh, yes. This was a little bit ago. Uh, October. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, are they living in the freaking dark ages or what? I just, it just don't get it's it. like old white guys who are I can see them. Ugh. So they They have, definitely have shoes with tassels on them for Christ's sake. <laughs> My god, that's so specific. And you know it's true. <laughs> right, you're not wrong. I know. Oh. Well, tell the people okay, what they're so doing. Okay, so they held a day and a half long leadership <sighs> and empowerment seminar for about 30 female executives. So these aren't just any old executives. ladies. Executives. Yeah. Who and fought and crawled their way to the top of a male dominated Or blue people, inter- we don't know. Whatever. <laughs> no. You know what? Do what you got to do, girl. No, I do not condone it, but you know what I mean. In the seminar, they described the differences between the men's and women's brains and instructed women on how Oh, to- that's a good one. Oh, you glossed over that too quick. <laughs> Describe the difference between men and women's brains. Okay. Yeah. That's fun. Then, I wonder what evidence they – or what specifics mm-hmm. they highlighted. Maybe male dominate – maybe male – You're going to hear Oh, God. Said. Okay. Sorry. I'm just okay. getting real worked up. <laughs> they instructed women on how to dress to keep their male coworkers from getting too horny. And um, some of the things that they said included <laughs> – have a good haircut, manicured nails, well-cut attire and comp- that complements your body type, but not too complimentary. Don't flaunt your body. Sexuality oh. scrambles the mind. Uh, oh. And then they said, they told, they told them that this. women's brains are 6 to 11% smaller than men's brains and were treated to an extended metaphor about how oh men God. and women absorb information. Women's brains are like pancakes. No. In the... <laughs> 
They tend to absorb syrup poorly. Information, poorly. Men's brains, brains, on the other hand, are more like waffles. That is not the metaphor. (laughs) That is incorrect use of men being waffles. This is not correct. That means the metaphor is they can compartmentalize. Mm -hmm. They missed you... They didn't even do the the sexism correctly. They, right. You didn't even, let's not even, and I used that in, in uh, uh, yeah, I'm so annoyed. Keep going. Um, they just Ugh. said that the, the men are like waffles and they have squares that are good at soaking it all up. That's not, that's not the fucking metaphor. If you're having a conversation with a man, you ought to cross your legs and sit in an angle. Don't talk to men face to face. They see it as too threatening. I'm dying. I'm dying. I know. I'm it's dying. So gross. I'm dying here. Okay, so then. This they, is not. This is. You're, they're, uh. They have a masculine and feminine score sheet in which men were described as ambitious, analytical, leaders, and having strong personality. Women, however, were yielding, oh childlike, no. and love children. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm. I'm going to go through the roof. It's too much. I can't. I this just don't understand how these executive women could sit through this. I would have gone full like. Oh, you would have lost it. Oh, that I'm would throwing have a chair. Yeah. That would be my like, I would lose. <laughs> I would just like you pick, do that thing where like you pick it up and you slam it down. Cause I, I would be very, I, I rarely You're if ever resort to violence, almost. but I just feel myself because they're using it's almost like they're they're reporting on they're using the headlines uh-huh uh, they're taking i can see where they're gathering this information but none of it is the real this is like none of it's the real stuff yeah they cherry picked but yes. then they also bastardized totally yeah like the smaller brains and the whole i'm like oh my god it do, like Come on. Have we, I think we recently talked about how, I think we did, about how sexism has more staying power almost than racism. Of course, there's still lots of racism. Mm -hmm. It's so disgusting. But it's almost like the sexism is louder. Like you can just do it and people don't get in Mm -hmm. as much trouble. Whereas if you had this with black and white folks or whatever, I think it would have been just more, more intolerable to people do you think it's it it would be more into oh it would be more intolerable like if you said a bunch of like oh my gosh people of color and yeah. said here's what's oh, going on a. you know you're right that stuff is done more subtly and nuanced whereas the yeah. sex of it is just like they're saying the quiet part's loud Sarah's, God. I wish you guys could see her right now. Yeah. She is in like her processing. own world. Yeah. I'm seething. Like, <laughs> because like, and I, I, I think there's like gotta be a reason for that. Whether it's a more deeply ingrained social construct. Mm-hmm. Well, there's more invested one. in it in terms of, yeah, family dynamic, stuff like that. Yeah. What we've kind of, yeah. You know how we well, want families to Well, and also we've labeled- in a way, we've labeled a lot of the things that they're talking about with female traits as positive. Yeah. There's not a positive label for the traits that you'd be like doing that same kind of session with somebody who is African-American. They're not even pretending you know? that it's separate but equal. They're not even doing that where it's like you... Because sometimes in the evangelical community, yeah. they have very strong um, traditional gender roles but they claim, at least verbally, that it's like 
separate oh, but equal. Right, right. But they're both important. Yeah. And like, yes. They're not even doing to that. Taking care of the home. That's what I'm like shocked about. Yeah. Yeah, we're just pancakes. <sighs> we're pancake brains, I, you guys. I can't. That is, I'm like shocked <laughs> at that. Mm-hmm. Because I use the waffle metaphor. Maybe you should to talk. That. Well, I use it correctly <laughs> and explain it, and right, that's right, not right. how it. I know it of it. It's like talking mm-hmm. about how women tend to experience everything all together. Like mm-hmm. we can have our minds in a million different places. We can have a bunch of different tasks going on at once. Yeah. We are far better at because we raise children and have to be looking at a million things at once to keep the offspring alive. Offspring. (laughs) Men are better at focusing on one task at a time and compartmentalizing kind of like a waffle Mm -hmm. and how syrup goes into each little square. Do you think that you're telling me that you believe that's biological or is social? No, I think it might. Well, who knows, but it's a combination kind of of the two. Same as making eye contact or sitting next to each other and what men like and women like. Mm-hmm. Men enjoy having a conversation next to each other because they spent centuries and like since the dawn of time hunting side by side, sw- Aww, fishing side cute. by side. So conversation for men is more comfortable side by side. Mm-hmm. And that's how... And women need eye contact. Yeah, we were because, sitting across the quilt yes, circle. Yes, exactly. So don't <laughs> they, when they use these kind of things and say, don't look at that. I oh, actually didn't know that about sakes. the side-by-side thing, which, yeah. you know, I'm happy to saddle up to the bar and right. let's have a convo. And you will be able to get more vo- in, you know, it, some cases, not like, you know, it can help. I shouldn't say like all the time, but it could improve the chances of you having a more emotional or vulnerable conversation with a man if you sit side by side. Yeah. Because I, what they're really saying in that, ooh. Oh, boy. They're, they're putting it on the women. But what they're really saying in there and what I would like to revamp this seminar and say <laughs> seminar. men feel threatened and feel like it's too close and too threatening to make eye contact mm-hmm. when engaging. So in order to deal with that and cope, the strategy they use is not making eye contact and sitting next to each other. So theirs is a weakness and ours is a strength. Right. The end. The- <laughs> Fiend. Fiend. Uh, well, another thing that is very strong is Omax Cryofreeze, which is a really cool um, pain relief roll-on that you can use if you have sore muscles or... A- you know, a bad back, if you want to block pain receptors, reduce inflammation, improve muscle and joint flexibility. I really like this stuff and I like that it's 100% natural. Oh, Lucas got it. Did he like it? Yeah, he texted me. Well, he just ordered it. Okay. He texted me the yeah. other day and he was like, hey, what's your Omax code? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. for which, which project? <laughs> yeah, I totally had to do that. Come on now. What are you getting there? He eh? probably just pretended it was the cryofreeze, but really he's getting all their lubes. Um, but what, what's great is they have CBD powered uh, remedies. So you put on you know ten minutes of application and relief that lasts eight hours, which is much longer than most over the counter products. And they, like I said, they have other stuff. They have sleep aids and uh, he wants you know, sleep sexy aid. stuff. Oh, okay, he wants that, that too. He wants too. both the the roller Love it. and yeah. Yeah. Lucas is my new favorite listener. He really is an active so one, and he loves all of our products. 
So if you're looking to relieve your muscle and joint pain within 15 minutes and need a natural yet powerful solution, it's tested and works, try CryoFreeze Pain Relief Roll-On. This quick-absorbing, scientifically-backed formula provides pain relief instantly, and pro athletes use it, so it's got to work. Remember, go to omaxhelp.com today and enter code BRAINCANDY. Take advantage of the incredible savings. That's O-M-A-X health.com and enter code BRAINCANDY to get 20% off CryoFreeze and site-wise, don't let sore muscles continue to be an excuse for not living an active lifestyle. Go to omaxhealth.com and feel relief faster. Sarah? Yes. Um, Could you imagine if... So, you know, like, the United States is one of the only countries that hasn't had a female leader. Yeah. Could you imagine taking a female leader of a country and running her through this seminar? Oh my God! Can you imagine? Could the you imagine? Sat there. Uh, there's no way that they weren't like. Can you? I just picture me and you in this room and being like. Oh, and you're yeah? trying to tell me all their cycles didn't sync up at that exact moment. <laughs> Maybe they did. I think they probably did. <laughs> all those women, all of a sudden, just started bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> right then. I mean, oh my gosh. it's not contagious okay. m- menstruation. That's like a thing. When you're just pushed to an emotional uh-huh. breaking point, you can't deal with the patriarchy any longer. Mm-hmm. Don't at start me, guys. ovulating. <laughs> Don't at me. <laughs> I saw this um, uh, sort of Twitter bit of a mm-hmm. comedian doing a thing about how it's hard to be a man. Like he was like, okay, oh, I get it. Did I you love see that. it? No, but I follow a guy who always does those, but they're like, so keep going, it's keep going. It's funny, keep like, because, you know, he's like, okay, I know you guys can be raped or whatever, but, yes. like, we can't look each other in the eye. Like, when a man, because just you, speaking see? to your point. Oh, my God. It's like, if it's we look, if we accidentally lock eyes, then you have to make a choice. Am I going to look away and then I'm a pussy? Oh, my God. Or am I going to fight this guy? See? Because it's it. one or the other. You're either a weak piece of shit pussy yeah. or... You got to go have a fist fight in the alley because you happen to catch somebody's eye. Remember, how I said the toxic displays of masculinity yeah. are the engagements that men are having. This, this is a pre- is this example. is an example. They're weird. Why do we like them? I That's why that I'm we're saying straight. the seminar needs to like be reversed. <laughs> like it should be us sitting point. the guys down and being like, okay, here's here's what you guys are doing wrong. We need you to control yourself. And well, not- that's why when Amy Poehler was talking about how women need to stop saying the word just, you know, yeah. I just am writing yeah. to do this or Maybe um, men certain need to start. Y- yeah. Yes. I feel yes. like when we police our own language, <sighs> then that put makes men the standard right. that we're trying to emulate. Mm. And I would prefer it if we didn't do that. I would prefer the same. <laughs> so keep your vocal fry, say like all the time. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Shut up boys. <laughs> Boys are dumb. Boys rule, girls rule. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, facts. Facts, yeah. Hey, did you know this? This is not an article. This is just something I read. I love those things. Is it true that if you eat chocolate oh. while chewing gum, the gum disappears? Oh, yeah. Ki- Why? Kind of. Like, Why? It, disinter- it does like this weird disintegrating thing. Why? I don't know. What is it? There's got to be... Okay, okay. Let's think yeah, about this. Yeah, think about that. So... In there's got to be something that breaks down chocolate ooh, or no breaks down sh- the sugar like the the thing that's like gummy in gum 
like xanthac, like gum. yeah, xanthac gum or X. It's like with an X A N T H A something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And something about chocolate or cocoa. Then yeah. So there's some enzyme in there. What does chocolate have in it that other things don't? Uh, Just cocoa uh, beans. Yeah, but there's like what are they, what is this? What is the thing that chocolate has in it that people say is like why it's good for you? Oh. What's that? Oh, frickin- and dark chocolate? Yeah, it's, it's got... Oh, it's this on the tip fun. of my tongue. Mmm, I... Mm, oct No, that's not it. Uh, I mean, I they do know. say that. Yeah, they do, but there's something else. Who knows? But there's something in that, so I would, I would investigate that. Did you ever try this? I have had uh, accidentally run into this because <laughs> I can't say no to a candy bowl at any... Office. You haven't even gone into Lincoln's uh, <gasps> Halloween stash yet. Sus. You don't want to. You're trying to avoid Sus. it. I ate. Of Lincoln's? Not eight. No, not of his. <laughs> oh. oh my God. I'm not that sneaky or desperate. <laughs> I was like, I'm impressed. Yeah, right? What if? No, I <laughs> ate a, a an embarrassing amount of Halloween candy. What do you love the most? I can't remember. Well, the unfortunate thing is I didn't get any of the things I loved the most, which is probably why I ate too much because I was never really satisfied. Oh. You know what I mean? Yes, I they do. Were, they, were, they didn't have any of the good. I don't... They, what are you seeking? I... Well, after this Halloween, I really think I like Butterfinger. That's my favorite. I think maybe my favorite is your favorite because we've talked about it so much <laughs> that now I'm like... Nobody better lay a finger on right. it. Right. <laughs> right. I think they're so good and almost nobody gives them out. And you know why? Because they're hard to find yeah, in the bag. The store, yeah. They're like the extra thing you have to get... I know way too much now. How I spent is it? a significant amount of time staring at that candy wall, deciding which one I was going to get. <laughs> I sh- Next Halloween, I'm going to get the one I like the least. That's what I do, but it's the one my son likes the most, which is oh. Almond Joy. <gasps> I love that. He's that's, a that's monster. What I, got. I think he's a that's sociopath. That I is not it. normal. No, I like that. I go, why are you eating that? And he's it's like, delicious. almonds are my favorite nuts. Well, that's fine. I like, agree. I, I, same. But how could they also be your favorite chocolate additive? Because sometimes you feel like a nut and sometimes <laughs> you don't. He always feels like a nut. It's so Yeah, dumb. nobody wants mounds. Just fucking get rid of those things. I like Waste. mounds. What oh, is wrong? I mean, how can you like a mound but not like coconut? Almond Joy? It's the same thing. I don't Do like you understand? almonds. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Have you had an Almond Joy? Do you, I, don't, I don't think you know what it is. I know what it is. Yeah, I've never like, eaten what, one. Yeah, but like what do you think an Almond Joy is going to be like when you bite into it? This is so <laughs> fun because you don't know what an Almond Joy is. I do. No, you don't. chocolate yes. with coconut and a nut. Yeah, an but almond. like where's the almond? Well, I discovered that it's at one end. You can pop that bad boy off and it's a Mounds Bar in about What's one What's your point? Move. That how can you like mounds but not almond joy? And all That's you have to do to make an almond joy a mound, it's less work than opening up a pistachio. <laughs> it's less work than opening the actual can- candy that it's the wrapper of the candy thing. All right, my God. I know. I, I don't know no why I'm getting so, so well, invested in this. You know this. what? Maybe it's just like uh, I'm trying to even the score after I re-listened to uh, a clip from our Halloween episode I don't know if it was like two years ago or whatevs, where we got into it about fun size versus yeah. full size. Yeah, well, I lost though because I think we did a poll after that. See? And Thank people you. like fun size. They the really answer's do. in the name, Susie. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, full size? 
Yeah, who wants? Full, full, I guess everyone if you're looking for, agreed with you that they like yes, that variety. I like this. A little taste of a little goodness. Taste of a for lot. me, it was like if you know what you like, eat more. Yeah, like if you're offering me a full size Butterfinger, I'm gonna oh, go for that. I would rather have four fun size Butterfingers. Get out. Yeah, and then it doesn't We're feel like I ate again. a full one. That's yeah, that it. I get. I get that because I I had to say that. I was like, I how many too. do you have? Like. How many yeah. how many full size candy bars have I eaten? <laughs> but it's like no problem if it's yeah. just a bunch I'm of like, fun. It's fun. It's fun size. It's, it's like, and they're they're only so fun. harmful. How harmful is some <laughs> fun? Come on. Well, next time we should do a test of the chocolate slash gum experiment. Oh yeah. I can imagine what it does right now. I've I I kind of get it. It's almost like chocolate changes the consistency of your saliva a little bit yeah it makes it kind of thicker it's gross it's so disgusting like when you brush your teeth after yeah that's so gross um (laughs) what's not gross is when you need something from the grocery store and then it comes to your house within an hour from instacart (sighs) i should have done that on halloween oh my gosh you can do it you should do it all the time i I know know. I i needed one can of tomatoes what did you do? I, I went to the grocery store. That is unacceptable. I know. I, sh- I, re- I have regrets. <laughs> she and I was also scared Instacart. I was going to hit a child on the way there. The anxiety alone wasn't worth it. I should have stayed home. Yes, you can stay home. You can save time. You don't have to go battle traffic. Whatever you're in need of at the grocery store, the local and national chains, um, they can go get it and get you what you want. Sometimes they don't have what you specifically want, and then they'll be like, how about this instead? And it's like a great replacement. Yeah. They're really accommodating. Um, and like I said, it can come as fast as one hour, or you can choose a time that works with your schedule. We order a lot of wine that way too. Try Instacart and get $10 off and free delivery on your first order to get this limited time offer. Just download the mobile app or go to instacart.com and enter our promo code BRAINCANDY at checkout. That's $10 off and free delivery on your first order today in the mobile app or at instacart.com. And don't forget to enter our code BRAINCANDY. Mm-hmm. All right, moving mm-hmm. on. Um, okay. I got a message from a brainiac named Chastity, who's very nice, and she recommended we watch this show on... I think now I'm forgetting what channel it's on, but it's called Taken at Birth. Oh no, it's I don't know. It's so good. <gasps> it's oh really disturbing God. about this doctor Taken who was delivering these babies, and then he would tell the mom that the baby died. No, no. Yes. No. Yeah, and oh, then he would sell it. No. Out the back. Oh my door. God. Oh my God. This is making what. I am very highly reactive today. <laughs> what is the deal? I don't know. I am like feeling extra I, a people lot. People like when you're like that. Oh my God, but this is like hurting my soul. Oh, it's, it's terrible. And um, Could you even... What kind of fucking monster? Mm-hmm. This is the worst. That's the, that, that's the worst. So it's weird though, because I have just started. It's a series. Um, oh, so maybe I'll learn more, but... He would sell it out the back door, literally, for a thousand dollars, and then, of course, now people are finding out. But it's weird because he would falsify their birth certificate, so their their adoptive parents it were listed as their birth parents on the certificate. So oh my it was God, like you'd have to go back. Yeah, and it's only these like twenty three me things that are uncovering all this yeah. kind of stuff. And it's just oh some people God. in the town are defending him because they're like. These are people that wanted abortions 
And then he no, would, who's the right? You don't get to you don't get to do that. No, that's not how it works. Yeah, and you don't. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't care what she said. That no no nope. <laughs> it's so bad, and the series is really compelling because I'm always interested in the adoption. Birth. I gotta write this shit down. Yeah, it's really good, and I think that the adoption scenario is an inherently interesting one to begin with. People debating whether to contact their biological parents yeah. and whether they're adopted I've parents. I've been hearing a lot about this lately. Oh, yeah. it's probably because of all these stories. Maybe. Like TV shows I've been watching make this part of the plot line. Yeah, because so many people are finding out yes. their secrets. And we yeah. even had that brainiac that wrote to us about her mm-hmm. own partner who found mm-hmm. out his dad wasn't who he thought. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's actually turning into a quite common thing. Everyone back in like the 50s and 60s had no idea that this was going to be able to be traced. And that time where it was like, I mean, this is kind of like a, but I hate to put it this way, but like the Wild West of oh, yeah. fertility. Totally. You know. And ethics weren't right. considered in the same way that someone might now. Like I brought up that story about the doctor impregnating bunch yeah. of people. I think that went on too in this I mean, oh, I don't know. Maybe I was talking about it. We talked about it on the show too. Yeah. Yeah. But I like, you know, reuse stories when I'm like, you know. Yeah. In public and need something yeah, to talk about. Talk, exactly. And like shock, it's, the reaction is shocking <laughs> that like that happened. Right. And, and sometimes they had decent intentions. I don't think it was always right, nefarious, right. I mean, I but, get it, but. So, in this case, this seems like a real. Yeah. Now we have rules. Oh, we're going to look back on this era. Like we're already kind of doing it with the, the text messages and the social media and the people being like killed that way. Yeah. Ooh, man. Imagine though, let's say you bore a child yes. and we're told it died or oh. it was stillbirth. And then <sighs> 40 years later, that kid came back and said, hey, I'm your kid that you thought was dead. Can you even imagine? I think, oh, God. You wouldn't, I mean, you wouldn't believe it first. You would, it would take a lot to kind of, because it's not like you had to separate any sort of attachment, you know, like Mm -hmm. there was not, there's no, there couldn't be any memory of this child. It's not like one where, you know, they get kidnapped and then they return when they're, however many years yeah. old, where there's like a memory they're holding on yeah. of like a magical time that's been like encapsulated. Yeah. This is a this memory is, of trauma. Yep. And a complete, yes, it's, oh, I could only imagine. I mean, I can't. It's just horrifying to think of. And these, they they <sighs> know of more than 200 kids. <gasps> this isn't just a few oh, people. Oh my God. It's a lot of babies. It's so sad. Yeah. So I am excited to keep watching But that. the women are the ones who need a lecture. <laughs> I mean, for real. That's what I'm always thinking. Come like, on. I cannot believe our behavior is being <gasps> policed. Oh, except. What? I watched uh, uh, Tell Me Who, who I who Think. I, who, who I, I Am. Tell Me Who tell I me Am. Who I, am. <laughs> I couldn't finish it. I couldn't watch the end. What? Because I couldn't even begin to hear the story of a mom doing that. Because for me, my mom well, was the what only safe place. And I couldn't even go there in my mind 
that a mother, it's like more hurtful. Because mm-hmm. you know why? I bet the way I feel about watching that where I'm like, I can't watch, I have to turn it off, is maybe what everybody else feels about watching stories about a dad who's abusive. Yeah. But that to me is almost ugh, normalized. Well, to a certain extent, it is in the sense that mothers are just supposed to, right. you know how like I couldn't do it. People talk about they put the baby in my arms and I fell in love instantly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even if that's not accurate right. for me, it sure as heck wasn't. Yeah. But there's this <gasps> mythology sick. about mothers yeah. and like this connection, yeah. and that it's just inherent that you want to protect your child. Mm-hmm. So when you hear stories about anybody who murders a mother who murders their kid oh or abuses them in this way. Yeah. It's just like so unnatural. Yes. Whereas like I think people think men are animals Ugh. a bit more. Yeah. So even though it's still disgusting, it's like, yeah, they're savage beasts or something. You know what I'm oh saying? God. Yeah. But just to but refresh people's to memory, she's referring to the documentary Tell Me yes. Who I Am about the twins who one had traumatic brain injury and lost his, you know, had amnesia. Mm-hmm. And then the other twin had to reveal yes. stuff about their life. But were you, I so you, would absolutely lie to him. Hands down, without a doubt, no problem. And we also have well, to remember, which I felt like I never heard in the entire time I watched that. He was 18 too at the time doing what the 18 year old, they were 18 when they had that, when he had the accident. Yeah. It's an 18 year old who's making the decision of what to tell yeah, his brother. yeah. We cannot expect. And then once it starts, it just keeps going. Maybe the decision would be different if he were 40 and had the awareness of somebody who can understand like how to deliver that information. This was more of a self-preservation and like protect this. I would have done the same thing. Of course. I get that. But like, are you arguing that that is the correct thing to do or just what you would be inclined to do? It would be what I would be inclined to do. Yeah. I can't say what is or isn't correct because what is correct is revealing that information in like the most delicate, like therapeutic, like way with the most support, making sure that the person has all of the like resources. But if it's your trauma too, that's not really possible. Not possible. Yeah. Totally. And And you play into it because that's what... You also need to heal. Yeah. I that there's a thing that happens in a victim's brain, survivor's brain, where you tell you tell yourself, maybe I just made it all up. Maybe it was just a lie. Maybe this is not didn't really happen. And so to play into that would have given him some kind of relief, even if it's not accurate. Yeah. And even if the relief is only temporary and then, you know, creates more problems down the road. Ugh. But I couldn't finish it. Mm. Too intense. Well, something that's not intense at all is super, and super relaxing is being able to ship stuff right from your house. Then I will have less anxiety <laughs> about at least that. If you are like me and are busy and don't want to run errands and go to the post office, then Stamps.com is the perfect solution for you, especially right now around the holidays yes. when we're shipping so much stuff because you can print out postage for any size package or letter, any class of mail and international, all that stuff. And then you get five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. So you get to save time and money. 
it's great for small businesses. And again, it's since it's the holidays, you are going to be doing this stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. Don't spend a minute of your holiday season at the post office this year. Sign up for stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with our promo code brain candy, you get a special offer that includes a four week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments to contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in uh, brain candy. That's stamps.com and enter brain candy stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Yes. We all love that idea. Um, so you, what a part did you stop watching? The Before they were going to go into the detail of what happened. Really? Yeah, I maybe missed 25 minutes of it. The third act, basically. Yeah, yeah. Can't do it. So I, you don't I, know. How well, I, I do know because I had dinner with my friend Sarah. Shout out Sarah. Uh, last night, and we were talking about it. Yeah. And she let me in on I was reaction. like, I need you to tell me oh my what God, happened. Sarah. I can't like have him. And then I just, I can feel too much of what. It's kind of like, have you ever watched America's Funniest Home Videos and somebody <laughs> falls and you have like a physical reaction to them falling? Mm-hmm. Or like, even with, like, even with your kid. Even the Joker movie, I felt like Okay, that. that's what I get when I see that. And it hurt. It's like physically painful. Yeah. And like, I understand. Well, I get the whole thing. I don't need to hear the details. What do you think it is, though, about Ugh, her literally. that made her... A cycle of abuse. Ha- 100%. And yeah. specifically with the ages that they... When, she, when he started and when she started and when that... There was... This was going on for generations well, in her family. Well, she was hypersexualized, they yes. said, in general, yeah. apart from even Well, then. that is a So that is very of, common, too. 100%. Yeah. That does not just happen. No, it's not typical. It's the recipe. Different mm-hmm. recipe. Ugh. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's brutal. We need wine. We do. Um, okay, let me think. What about... Okay, so I read this headline about this lady... It's going to be the happiest fucking story. Well, it's funny. About, okay, good. This I'm just kidding. Lady whatever. found a tooth in her Chinese takeout. You know how, what? Like, like, you know the comic book teeth yes. with like that? They're like a full proper tooth with like prongs. Yes. yes. Remember the tooth that I drew when I had a hopeless tooth and it was like a tooth. Oh, I want to repost that picture of like a tooth hitchhiking. Also this hopeless tooth still in there. It's very hopeful. It's very hopeful. (laughs) You know, I've always said I'm a glass half full kind of gal. So are my teeth. So glass half full of calcium enriched (laughs) almond milk or something. Anywho, tell me more about this tooth. Well, so full thing, huh? Yeah, and I'm just like somebody put that in there. I don't know because oh. when she called the Chinese place, they were so mad and they were like, "You're crazy." It's just probably like gristle from the meat or something. Blech. She was like, "It's a tooth because it is not mistakable. It is a full tooth <sighs> with the prongs." That's what made me laugh the most because yes. it's like the root or yes. whatever. What and happened? it made me want to ask you, right? And how did someone not notice? We need to do like some DNA. Like, what if this know, is like a missing testing. persons case? That's where my mind goes. You think this is a murder victim? Who knows? Maybe there's like <laughs> a kidnapping taking place where somebody's had their tooth ripped out. <laughs> Wait, what? Somewhere in a basement. In there's a, somebody with a missing tooth. There's somebody who's tied up and being like tortured for information and having their tooth ripped out and then they're putting it in a Chinese takeout box that was supposed to get delivered to the victim's family (laughs) and then it got rerouted because of a bad delivery person. Sarah's making dental fiction right now. Yeah, I am. Well, 
Here's what I want to know. What is, like, the grossest thing you've ever found in your food? Oh, my God. Like, I have... I'm kind of like, eh, you know, if it's a, a bug, a b- whatevs. I mean, like, I've picked a hair or two out, but I'm definitely not one of those people who's going to be like, oh, there's a hair in my food. No. Oh, take it back. Yeah. No, I don't care. Like, I'm... No problem. Yeah, just move I'm like, it out. Pick of the it way. out. Yeah, it's yeah, pro- and there's like a good chance it's mine. I mean, <laughs> I'm shedding all over the place. I, one time in one of those pre packaged salad bags. Oh, no. What? They had, it was a locust. <gasps> oh, incorrect. Uh, uh, a chicata uh, or whatever. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But I'm going to say the weirdest one. We had it together. We opened up an oyster. Adam did. Oh, I can't think about it. It gives me the What was it though? Ah! I I came this is so crazy we're talking about this I, I forgot came about across that. that photo in my I was like editing cuz I have way too many freaking photos on my phone Yeah I went through and edited it and I saw that oh my god I'm getting Wait wait the what was it even though I forget it was an like eyeball or a, something No it's a bug it's like a not a uh uh like a maggot It's like no it's this I don't want to say parasite cuz it's like too big but it's a like an anthropod that lives inside Oh yeah the sh- the some of the Shellfish. oysters yeah oh my god and then I'm Sarah tweeted getting... at Whole Foods because that's where we had got yeah. the oysters and you were like real mad like you get like I get didn't they write back and say like sorry about yeah, that yeah like it's it's yeah <laughs> and they were like not helpful and then somebody else was like yeah it's in some of them that's like a oh my god I'm freaking out why that does it upset you so much no it's just that that there's. It, I think it falls into somehow falls into that category of, you know, that I can't ever look it up because it creeps me out to look it up. But the one phobia that I <laughs> oh, do yeah, have, the holes. yeah, and it falls into that weird category because it's like a shell that opens with stuff. I can't talk about it. It's getting worse the older <laughs> I get. I don't know what it is, and I don't know how to cure it. And it's definitely not exposure therapy because fuck that. I was telling Adam. <sighs> How uh, during the Enneagram thing, and you were saying how, like, you know, your results are different now because you're in a different place, and how you're you don't have as much of that anxiety and like the yeah. fear of fire and all that yeah. stuff. But I think that you still do, but it's just manifest in these other kind of more obscure things. Like, I think your obsession with the number three is growing. No, not at all. Is it not? Oh my god, that's so funny. This is my theory that. You- oh, do I? When do I talk about that? Well, just your new Instagram pattern thing. You like to do them in threes? Oh, like, I just I think, think visually it looks real pretty. Yeah, no, yeah, it does. And really it's because I'm so indecisive and can't decide between which picture. And I'm like, if I put two, that doesn't look good because then it doesn't have the whole. So it has to be three. So it's <laughs> like, it has totally nothing. To, but that is my lucky number. Yeah, I think that, the, but it's like and healthier applications of. Oh, yeah. Great. Know. And then. I'm definitely going to try to kill this bug on your I, wall right now. Okay? Was, that's what I was <laughs> pointing oh, at. I okay. wanted you to do that. Okay, good. Oh, say and a little prayer. Like, sorry, uh, bug. And then, like, now the holes thing is really freaking you out. Yeah. Well, that's, all, that's always been there. Yeah. I just, it's almost like. Oh, fucking A. American Horror Story is what did it to me. I, did, I knew that I had it a little bit, yeah. but then they used it. In like the whole intro, and they they like played they what? the the holes. They oh. they played into the phobia. Oh, and when I watched that, and like exposed myself to it even more, it made me more aware of the phobia. Mm-hmm. So now I look, my brain's like primed to yeah. look for it more, uh-huh. and then I see it, and I go, "Ooh, is that doing it?" And I'm I'm I'm. It's giving attention to a thought, 
which is what causes mm-hmm. those kind of intrusive thoughts or everything like that is putting too much attention on one that should be like mundane and like passing. And now I'm like, it's like everything. Then I read an article that says the, that people are complaining about the new iPhones because the cameras have that effect. That does not, that one doesn't do it for me at all. Yeah, that's more about the number three though, rather than the whole problem. And that doesn't do it. Yeah. But somebody was saying, like I was reading some article that said it about the holes and I was like, no, that doesn't do it. Some people really have these weird quirks and it's it's more related to like bugs and sea life and stuff like there's, yeah, just because that's where that, that turns up a lot. Yeah. I was talking to my friend Kelly about it because Lincoln has um, sensory issues about paper towels and other paper products. Jordan has it about cotton balls. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's not that rare, but it's so frequent that I really would like to nip this in the bud. And I was like, what do I do? And she's like, well, exposure therapy is like the thing. It really is. You just have to, you know, work on it. And I feel bad. I don't, I feel like. But I don't know if sensory falls into the same category as like an irrational fear. Totally. I don't think it's this. I mean, I would have to do more research on it, but I really don't think it's the same. Why? Because you're, I don't, when it, for example, exposure therapy for fire would work for me. Yeah. Exposure therapy for this whole thing would not work for me. No. One has a visceral reaction that I can't control. It seems biological. Like it seems like something. Like mm, your wires got crossed. Like that is too, it creates an actual, it's like nails on the chalkboard. Yeah. That's the same, you know, you get those weird, awful tingles that like are like the opposite of the good ones from a head massage. Mm -hmm. Ugh. And I don't get that thinking about fire. Yeah. I I can like think my way through that. I cannot think my way through my body physically reacting. So that, I mean, I am not a therapist who works like with those, that kind. And I wouldn't know how to, I would need more specialization than that. But the fire stuff, I can handle checking stuff. I do think that there is, I'm seeing more people have these things and I don't know whether. Because anxiety is on the rise. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. And it's such a shame if a kid has it because it's like they shouldn't be anxious yet. They're looking for soothing, like know, soothing it's mechanisms. So sad. Yeah. Um, I guess it's, if that's the worst problem he has, then it's all right. He's fine. But it's and sort of like, come on. Can be, they'll learn. Oh, maybe we all kind of have. He them. does work around. Yeah, I hate the. Clock. What else? Do, what do you hate? Well, I have the weird thing about the fear of fabric near my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like you know, or um, socks on carpet. Okay, see, stupid. we all have It's them. so stupid, but it makes my teeth hurt. That's, yes. Yeah. So it's like a different, it's like a feeling inside the body. Yeah, it's visceral. Yes. Mm-hmm. And terrible. There's, and you know, and I talked to my supervisor about this a bit ago, that there's a certain level of just weird things like this that we do. And if if we can live with them, it's not yeah, interfering exactly. with functioning. Just freaking deal with it. We all have things. Like, <laughs> Shut it, up. I put it in the same category as me who has to press the lock button on the car four times to hear. I know it's locked the first time, yeah. but why do we have to go beep, beep, beep? Like we have but to do like it. But it's like no problemo. So and it's like who cares? Is that really times. interfering with that? Just like move on. It's fine. We're what fine. We're fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Um, 
I will leave you with this. Mm-hmm. This was just a cute little thing I saw today, which oh. was that, do you know John Milton's poem, Paradise Lost? I've you heard familiar? of this. It's beautiful and, you know, allegorical and related to uh, Adam and Eve and mm. the garden. And um, a scholar found, uh, let me see if I remember the name. There's a name for it, which I didn't know. You know how like if you align words so that the first letter... Oh, uh, an acrostic yes, poem. Yes, that's right. That's the word. This is they so discovered- funny because this is the second situation in which that was the word people were looking for <laughs> and I came through with the answer. So well, there, there you, go. you go. Yes, acrostic. Anyways, yes. So they <laughs> discovered that he did that with the word fall three times oh. in the poem. And that's really cool because they said John Milton loved secret messages and Ooh, it just I adds like a nice new layer to it. You should read it. And it's really beautiful. And nobody discovered it until now? Yeah. Ooh, that's cool. I know. And I'm happy for her. She's a 23-year-old <gasps> uh, student, college grad, which is fun. This reminds me of the women who did the puzzles that they used in like World War II with the code cracking. Yeah. And how women like codes. naturally look for all of that because we're pancakes yeah, and we can pancakes. take in the whole image. See? That was really good. I like that. I like what you did there too, Susan. See you next time. And I'm looking forward to Sarah's uh, treasures. Subjects from Sarah. Don't forget to leave us five-star review. We love you. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Weave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.